All right, so we're a few weeks left in the NFL regular season. We know, like, there's obviously some teams likely to be in the playoffs, right? The Eagles, the Cowboys. Packers. No, not Packers, unfortunately. I would say probably the 49ers here, Chiefs. Like, you can go down the list of that. But there's a lot of teams where it's right on the – like, they're standing right on two rooms, right? One is the room of death. One is the room of still alive. That's where teams like the Dolphins and the Patriots, maybe the Chargers and Jags are all in there. And it's interesting if you look at just the last couple of weeks – of their season, or even where they're trending right now, we, we have a. I think there's a decent idea in terms of the teams that have a shot and the teams that you know. We've seen this before. This is going to be that trend in the wrong direction. They're going to be out of the playoffs. Like if Seattle loses tonight, I think they're done because yeah. Washington yeah, and, and you've got the Giants after that. They may tie again. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, you've got the Lions now making a push. So I could see Seattle being done. The Dolphins right now are plus nine hundred to win the AFC East. Okay, not happening. Right. Second in the AFC East right now, currently, and they sit in spot number six, the sixth seed in the playoffs. Would you say that they are dead or they're alive? So I'm, I'm, I'm like really, really worried because one of our big bets is Dolphins over eight and a half wins, and that I thought we were going to sell over that. We were talking about maybe the Dolphins as a dark horse Super Bowl uh, yeah. contender after they made the move for Bradley Chubb. We're like, okay, well the secondary stinks. They're giving up over 400 yards per game, but they could get after the quarterback and they could kind of stuff the run. And they've just fallen apart. My mm-hmm. concern with the Dolphins right now, man, is actually the offensive side of the ball because they can't run the football with with McDaniel. You think that would be, you know, their 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 strength running the football, but they just can't figure it out. It was Mostert, then they make that trade for Jeff Wilson. Now he's hurt, and then all they're doing the last three weeks is trying to push the ball down the field. It's like watching an eight year old play Madden. It's just deep shot to Tyreek, <laughs> deep shot to Jalen Waddle, and that's not really NFL Tua. blitz style. And I gave him a pass two weeks ago against San Francisco, playing without both tackles, but like it was the same thing on Sunday night against a bad Chargers defense. He was all over the place. So I have some concerns about Miami even winning another game this season. So I won't be shocked if they miss out on the playoffs. My my biggest concern, Trista, is if they have enough hand warmers, Miami, because, well, you know, they're in Buffalo this weekend. It's all anybody wants to talk about is Tua playing in the snow. Yeah, I mean, I think they're dead. Honestly, I think that the Dolphins, I mean, they're certainly done in terms of AFC East Winning the EFC, AFC East, AFC East, AFC East, uh, at plus nine hundred, no shot, like yeah. absolutely no shot. This has just been a tough slog. Their offense isn't moving the same way. You know, people are railing on Mike McDaniel because they're saying that his play calling has gotten worse. Matt, think of how much that's changed. Wow, it's different from the beginning of the season, isn't it? I think everybody needs to relax yeah, on that relax. a little bit, though. I mean, but they play, but they do play the Packers, the Patriots, and yep. then the Jets. So. I mean, they could realistically win three of those games, like three of four. Obviously, I don't think they're going to win against the Bills. I actually like the Bills minus seven now that it's moved from seven and a half to seven. But, yeah, I mean, you could say, all right, they could realistically win, but I I could definitely see them losing to the Jets on January 8th as well. And that may decide a playoff spot. I mean, that's why this has obviously set up the schedule the way that it is so division rivals play each other at the end of the year. But with the Patriots and the Jets the last two weeks of the season for the Dolphins, they're going to likely lose in Buffalo. They can beat your Packers. I don't think they're but, going to, though. And they may not. Right. If, like, if they get beat down in Buffalo, they're going to be mentally just distraught. Because then there's going to be questions after the game. Did the cold affect you, too? And he's going to get mad and say, there's snow in Alabama. And he's going to keep reminding people that it snows in Alabama. So it's going to be a whole thing. The mental side of that really can creep in this late in the season, especially with the expectations and where the Dolphins kind of were for a while, which leads you to the Patriots, who are right now... 150 to 1 to win the division, which is ridiculous. So we probably would rule that out. Yeah. But they have the last spot in the playoffs currently. I almost almost want to put the 
it's Bill Belichick, so they can find a way caveat on this. Yeah. I, like, if I had to go between the Dolphins and Patriots, I'm going to say that I'm going to go with the Patriots. Oh, I'd have to go with the Dolphins. You'd I just go look, the Dolphins? Yeah, look at the schedule. So the Raiders, you know, this week, and I actually kind of like the Raiders with the Josh McDaniel revenge game factor, and they're getting back Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller. And we're not sure if is going to play. See, I would be with you on the Belichick thing if they had a real play caller. That's that's my yeah. That's that's, true. that's where I'm hesitant, man. Is like that's true. And then Mac Jones and him don't even get along. I don't care what Mac Jones says. And then after that, they get the Bengals. Even at home, I'm taking Cincinnati there. And then they get the Dolphins at home, which okay, so that's they a big can beat game, the Dolphins. obviously. But then they close out the season with the Bills. And unless the Bills, Bills are already rest, locked up, what if the Bills are resting? That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Then you're getting obviously you're getting Case Keenum rather than Josh Allen which would be a good thing for the Pats. I think I would rather still take the Dolphins because, like you said, Christmas Day, they're most likely beating the Packers. I'm starting to just believe it because I have to continue to do this podcast and we're, we're just talking about draft picks every single week. It gets really depressing to do three <laughs> times a week, you know, just to Why talk about I can give you, I can give you pointers about talking about a bad football team. I've done it for many years, I would so rather I can talk, help you out. I would rather be like, hey, man, there's a 5% chance. All they have to do, all they have to do is just take care of business against Baker Mayfield and the Rams, beat up on a bad Miami defense that's given up 400 yards per game. And the Packers' offense hasn't been the problem the last couple weeks. I mean, last time we saw them in primetime, they scored 31 against the Eagles. Rodgers looked all right. Then even Jordan Love came in and hung 10 points. The problem has been defensively. So if they could win in a shootout against Miami, then you close out your season with Detroit. Which man, that how how big of a game could that possibly Huge, be? Huge, yeah. Where that could be the Lions against the Packers at Lambeau Field for a playoff spot. I think Green Bay ultimately probably loses to Miami. Go ahead and so just I think cross the think, Packers off this. Yeah, We've covered yeah, that yeah, now. They're, they're Ryan dead. has finally I, accepted their no, fate. I think the I'm, bet I'm to make is you. the Lions, man. I like the Lions this week. I bet them plus one. And I like the Lions moving forward. I mean, I know their secondary is a little bit of a liability. Okuda's been much better defensively. The thing about them, they could take the football away. If they could just have two takeaways a game, you know they're going to be able to score 28, 35 points. Goff's playing his best football, and that includes when they went to the Super Bowl with McVay. Uh, he's pushing the ball down the field. St. Brown's been awesome, and they're, like, getting healthier. And they might have the best offensive line in all of football. I mean, well, behind Philadelphia. They sit in the ninth spot right now, but you've got Tampa ahead of you, or tied with you, essentially, at 6-7. and seven. We know Tampa can continue to fall apart, especially with that offensive line. The offense is a complete mess. The Seahawks right now, they could be almost el- – they're not going to officially be eliminated, but this could really push them towards elimination if they lose tonight against uh, against the 49ers. And then you've got the Giants at seven and five and one, and Washington seven five and one. And one of those teams, I hope, is going to win this time around. It better be Washington. But hopefully, there's not two ties. I'll tell you this: I like Washington more than I like the Giants. I'm probably yep. going to end up having to bet the Giants this week, just because I feel like four and a half is getting a little out of control. Mm-hmm. I think like three and a half. And Daniel Jones, for some reason, on the road. If you look at the home road splits on the road, we always talk about this. He's like a real NFL quarterback at home. He's a dumpster fire. But he's, uh, so he plays like a Pro Bowler against Washington, and, and that's what I was going to yeah, say, like, man. That's like, the anything thing. over four, I feel like, or anything over three and a half, I feel like I have to go with the dog. It makes me so mad. But like, as far as looking at the future market, I like Washington way more. We haven't even seen Chase Young on on the field, and I don't know how much of a difference he's going to make. It's just one guy, but just that boost of getting back your former number one pick. Man, I think that that helps out, and we'll see. You know, Heineke just has to continue to play a clean game, not get too cute, not try to do too much. They need to run the ball, and I can see them getting in there. I like them more than the Giants. I won't be shocked if the Giants lose out. Seriously. I mean, it was a nice little story for Brian They've overachieved this year. There's yeah, no yeah. question. Yeah, they're heading in the right direction. It's, it's Unfortunately, Daniel Jones is probably not the guy. Um, what are they going to do? They're probably going to pay overpay for Saquon, who's had a great season. I don't but know. Also, like, you think they'll pay Saquon? 
You da- Brian da- Brian Dable's coming in unless they can get like a short term deal, like it's maybe two years. Brian Dable's coming in knowing he's essentially supposed to be rebuilding this team. Yeah. So they can say we're going to free up money. Draft. There's a lot of running backs in this draft. There's a lot of talented running back coming in this draft. They seem I don't like think they, they have this like really I don't tight think relationship. They pay him. With, I think yeah. this is a we ru- we 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 ride this wave this year, but this is a short term one year run. I'd run him into the ground then, and I mean that with all due respect. I'd be like, <laughs> all right, twenty five carries per game. We have no passing attack other than you know dinking and dunking our way down the field. Yeah, I feel more confident with Washington, but I think the bet to make in the NFC, I'm, I I think it's the Lions, Lions, and I'll have to eat some crow because I called Dan Campbell a glorified gym teacher, and right now they look like the real deal. And he just cracks me up. He's like, I turn around, I threw, I see we're throwing a effing pass to Sewell He's in the, the back of the end zone. Like, what about <laughs> what about this? So the Jags play the oh, Titans no. in the last game of the season. Uh, they're currently the Jags are plus four fifty to win the division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, was I at that. think that's really interesting. I was looking at that because I have uh, Jags over six and a half Me too. wins, and Me now too. the win total is back updated to six and a half. And you actually have to pay some juice. I thought it was like minus one forty five the last time to go over six and a half wins, and I was like, man, if I was going to do anything with this market right now, I'd take them to win the division. I won't be shocked again if Tennessee loses out. I went under ten and a half wins on them before the season, just thinking, all right, the secondary is kind of a mess. Um, which it has been. Uh, Derrick Henry eventually is, they're going to run him into the ground. And then they don't really have any wide receivers other than Robert Woods. Tannehill's been all dinged up. I love Mike Vrabel. That's the reason that I haven't really done anything else with the Jags, though, because, and especially this week, it seems so obvious just to bet the Chargers. We just watched them standalone game in primetime play their best football game of the season. Even the defense showed up, even without a bunch of their star players. So you would think, okay, the Chargers figured things out. But it's the Titans theory, man. Anytime the Titans are favorites and you think, okay, they're going to beat up on the Jags and get themselves right, they lose. But anytime Mike Vrabel and the Titans are underdogs, then they win those games and they cover the spread. Like last season, who the hell thought they were going to be the number one overall seed? Right. And then there they are. Granted, they lose to Cincinnati in terrible fashion because Tannehill was awful. He threw three picks in that game. But yeah. I won't be shocked if they win. But, man, I, uh, I'm – I'm really hoping that the Titans lose out and that we get the Jags in there. I just unfortunately I think they're a year away. And I'd the Colts are a dumpster fire. I'd love to see Trevor Lawrence get that early playoff experience too because yeah. the more good quarterback play we have in the NFL, the better. Yeah. So even if they're in there and they're an under 500 team and it's like the NFC East a couple of years ago, so what? Let them go in. This is this is essentially the rookie year for well Travis Etienne, obviously, because he didn't play last year with the Liz yeah. Frank injury. But then for Trevor Lawrence. So like if they can make that much progress this early on, in that Doug Williams tenure, that's a good sign for that organization. It is, indeed. Indeed. Yeah, I like the Jags. That's probably my favorite bet. Obviously, the, I like the Lions as well. The Lions have been a, a very surprising team post all of the hype surrounding mm-hmm. Hard Knocks. Like, yeah. when everybody decided, okay, the Hard Knocks thing was fake, and then we had the Dolphins game, ever since then, they've actually kind of been a for real team. Yeah. Like, that, that, that was the thing. Everybody bought into them preseason. Too early. And then they got off to that crazy disastrous start and now here they are 